Welcome to Strong Faith, Fit Life, the daily-ish podcast where we explore the intersection of faith and health to help you build strength from the inside out. My name is Deborah. Welcome to the show. Episode 20. Nothing is working. Symptoms of a thyroid issue. It feels like yesterday since I had my kiddos. I blinked and somehow I managed to turn two of them into full-grown adults. That is the ultimate test of parenthood. Can you raise your kids into well-rounded, well-functioning adults? My son comes waltzing into the kitchen these days to make a meal before he drives himself to cross-country practice or to his job, and I just marvel. I did that. I call motherhood the ultimate crafting project. You created humans from nothing and then worked on it for 18 years to see what they become. With my son, however, his birth also marks a time in history which marked a period of change in my health. I'm sure many of you have been there. You know that exact moment in time as you look back when things were no longer going the way they used to. For me, that moment was roughly 18 years ago. I have pretty rough pregnancies, which we will totally discuss at a later date. But I found myself going through all the postpartum things that you expect, but they felt heightened and unlike my previous recovery, because this was my second baby after all. And guess, you guys, we all have the postpartum things. We got the postpartum sweats. We've got the postpartum hair loss. We've got the postpartum weight loss, weight gain, weight irritation. Nothing feels the same. Everything is pretty squishy. Let's be real. It's a kind of an uncomfortable time. And we kind of hope that over time, as as our body is doing what it's supposed to, then it just evens out with, you know, if you're breastfeeding, even if you're not breastfeeding, like just hope that it kind of evens out. And it will eventually fix itself. And to be honest, the second time around, I just kept making lots of excuses. It's not me. It's just postpartum. I'm sure it will come along. And the reality is I was not a fool and I knew things were different. So I did actually seek out medical attention. Um, And the doctors just explained to me that my symptoms were kind of aligning with a thyroid going bad, but I wasn't overweight. And so, you know, couldn't possibly be a thyroid condition. And I remember her just basically kind of wiping her hands and being like, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. It's just postpartum. And I will say that wasn't the last doctor I saw. I made sure I took myself to another physician and I got pretty much the same response all right, and actually this one came with a couple of nice little jabs. Are you sure you don't have an eating disorder? Are you sure you're just not being picky? And the reality is I wasn't being picky. In fact, I don't know about you guys, but most women I know and most women I've talked to, most of us don't go to the doctor unless something is pretty significantly wrong. I mean, who has time to watch our kids so we have time for ourselves? especially when they're little, especially if you happen to be a military family and you've just moved. And here's the thing. The reality is the doctors couldn't find anything for me. And I got the same set of answers. Maybe you're just tired. You know, you have a baby that doesn't sleep well. And that one, my second one slept well, my first one still didn't. And, but something was going on there too, which we also couldn't find. We'll talk about that one later. Cause you guys know I'm a big celiac chatter. Um, But I got a lot of just commentary of, well, lose some weight, eat better, sleep more, exercise. I feel like that's the, I want to say trifecta, but 
I think there's more things that we hear, but definitely those are the top three, right? Lose weight, eat better, exercise. Those are the top three medical treatments for women if we come in for any type of condition. So here's the thing. I have thyroid disease. You guys know I compete as a bodybuilder. It doesn't stop me. It does mean sometimes things are a little harder, but I'm here to talk to you guys today about how thyroid disease sneaks up on you and what the symptoms are and potentially how to get your doctor to listen and run the right tests. So let's talk shop, all right? According to an NIH study, there are over 100 autoimmune diseases that affect women and approximately 80% of those diseases are with, or I should say the persons, not diseases, the persons with the autoimmune diseases are women. To look specifically at thyroid disease, one in eight women will develop thyroid disease in her lifetime. It's a lot of, it's a lot of us. Those numbers are staggering. In addition to these awful statistics, women find that it takes an, on average, eight years. Yes, you heard that right. Eight stinging years to get a diagnosis. That's a long time to be living with a suboptimal, I call it a suboptimal climate or a suboptimal body. We're living in an environment with ourselves that isn't functioning as it ought to. In fact, as women, we spend so much time in this suboptimal setting that most of us work that we, we ha- what do I say here? <laughs> we, we are only working, this is what I want to say, we're only working at a fraction of our capacity, okay? Like every time we're in the suboptimal condition, if it takes an average of eight years, we are constantly on a daily basis working at a fraction of our full capacity, and yet we still have to do all the same things. We still have to do it with a smile. And yes, I am looking at you, nasty monthly cycle, especially when you've got some thyroid issues because it causes hormone problems. So when it comes to thyroid disease, though, it's actually very difficult to diagnosis. Diagnose, excuse me. Mostly because tests are not very specific. And I want to say that most of the research I've seen is just sort of generic for men and women. Um, And we all know that it wasn't until recently that they started actually doing research on women. And in addition to that, let's be honest, the tests themselves are not very good. Most doctors, especially when it comes to primary care physicians, they can manage some thyroid disease, but they're one hit wonders. They will test a TSH only and nothing else. If you're ready to take control of your health and align it with your faith, then head over to Facebook and join the community group at Strong Faith Fit Life. That's Strong Faith Fit Life. Okay, back to the show. And that is an incomplete thyroid panel. It's also important to note that thyroid disease can be pituitary, Hashimoto's, celiac, or even stem from IBD. I want to make sure I say that right. IBD kept trying to say IBS. That's not the case. IBD. So just from all of these things, being pituitary, Hashimoto's, which is autoimmune, celiac, which is gut autoimmune, and IBD, which is also gut autoimmune, you can see that just running a TSH test alone is going to miss a chunk of information. And let's be real. When you go to your doctor, you're coming with some pretty non-specific symptoms. I mean, first one I noticed was fatigue. And every doctor I saw was like, but you're a new mom. You're supposed to be tired. You don't sleep. I had a friend who has MS and she was just diagnosed as having children. That was her initial diagnosis before they figured it out. Uh, Not to to digress on that, but digestive issues 
are also part of having a thyroid disease. Now, but most doctors are looking for um, complications in diet, like in your digestion that you would notice. Most of us have this slow creeping slowdown. I call it, I, I call it the creeping slowdown because your digestive tract just slowly grinds to a halt. So where you're having bowel movements, they're coming with some regularity, but they're coming so infrequently that if someone asks you the question of, you know, are your bowels moving regularly? The answer is actually yes. And the answer is yes, because they're regular for you, because nobody sets the threshold of what's normal for the digestive health. And just an FYI, guys, you should be moving your bowels at least once a day, if not twice. Some folks move it more, but at a bare minimum, once a day, once a day. So if you're not moving your bowels once a day and you're having all these other symptoms, talk to your doctor. Also, one of the other things that I noticed, and this is also clinically proven, that there is an inability to regulate the body temperature. Now, I usually see doctors talk about, are you too cold? But every woman I know that has thyroid issues, it talks about being too hot. Like once we get hot, we can't cool down. And it's a terrible thing. It's very easy to be cool. It's not so easy to be hot. And then there's the weight gain. That's definitely a symptom. But honestly, again, when it comes down to health and wellness, you know, five pounds of weight gain, well, just tighten up your diet, stop drinking soda. 10 pounds of weight gain, maybe you shouldn't go through that fast food place. And some of us experience actually more weight gain than that. So it's some, they say that the average weight gain for thyroid disease is about five to 10 pounds. But the reality is there's only, there's some people that experience that five to 10 pounds. I actually see it with others. And when we talk with other people who have thyroid disease, and it's usually in the 15 to 20 pound range, mostly because the metabolic slowing. Um, but yes, that's usually what I see on most people. And can't miss out on the dry skin, the muscle or bony aches, because it can mimic a lot of other things because autoimmunes tend to. And let's not forget the hair loss. It's like losing a whole small chihuahua in the shower every time you shower. If you are experiencing some of these symptoms, what should you do? Well, best bet is to take yourself to your physician and get your symptoms logged because you can't do your blood work on your own, though there are a few independent labs that will let you self-refer or that you can hire independently. But for those of you using a general practitioner or somebody who has a primary care manager, you have to go to that primary care manager first. Some of you are going to be able to self-refer to endocrinology. That's a great place to start as well. Endocrinology is another, they're actually the group that manages thyroid disease very well. Um, So things that you want to have tested, you want your TSH tested. Yep. I talked about that test earlier. It's not the end all be all, but it's definitely part of the gamut. You want your T3 tested, your T4 tested, and you want all of your antibodies tested. You want to see if you have any autoimmune markers. Now I will warn you, autoimmune markers don't have to show up all the time. In fact, I've never had autoimmune markers and my daughter has gotten them for the first time after having COVID. So you may or may not see them, but these labs are so important. You want to get a full picture of what your thyroid is doing and how you are feeling and how your thyroid is behaving. Not all of us have issues in our TSH. I was one who did not. My issues came down the line, my T3 did not want to show up. So it's important to get a nice solid picture. If your doctor has run only a TSH and says you're fine, they're looking at a picture through basically like a teeny tiny lens 
and they're not looking at the whole thing. Other things to consider would be to get an ultrasound of your thyroid. Make sure you don't have any nodules growing to get your iodine levels tested because iodine deficiency is related to hypothyroidism. And you should also chat with your physician on any other labs that might be beneficial, such as being tested for celiac disease, for example. That definitely is not gonna come up on a standard autoimmune test panel. It actually is a separate test. So discussing your family history, discussing your symptoms, there is a great way to start. Now I wanna say, I talked about the fact that it takes an average of eight years when you uh, to get a diagnosis. And my recommendation for that is do not let them tell you that you're okay. Get your lab work. Keep it in your hands. Always take a copy of your lab work. If you have any number, any number out of line, I don't even care if you don't think it's related to your thyroid, ask your doctor to explain it to you. They should explain any number that's not in range or any number that's at the top range. And then you can go online. Numbers for thyroid disease are dependent upon lab and where you're located. And many believe that they are not accurate for women. And the range should be narrower. So that is, again, something to talk. And here's the thing. If you don't like your physician and your physician isn't listening to you and you don't feel seen because you still have symptoms, find another doctor. Remember, your doctor is a partner and they work for you. You're hiring them to find out why you feel bad. You don't work for them. And you should, if you work with a nutrition coach or some other type of health coach, you should be looping them into all of your testing so everyone can get a whole picture to help you out. Well, if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to follow the show so you can get notified when I drop a new episode. You can also join me in the Facebook group, Strong Faith, Fit Life. I hope to see you there. Until next time. Bye.